When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Pineapple Pizza Podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. Weird, but it works. Today, we're serving up a classic North American story by the slice. I'm your hostess, Emily, and with me are the ebullient and effervescent Ashley and Lindsay. Ooh, effervescent. Literally, no one has ever described me as that, and this is the (laughs) happiest I've ever been. (laughs) How you doing? I know we j- literally just recorded, but I was so excited to tell you about this story that I think you're going to love. How are you doing? Um, I'm alive still. And you know what? That was my only goal for this year. So I'd have to say I'm crushing it. <laughs> Nailed it. I cried six times this week. But to be fair, my grandma did just die oh, like last no. week. So I feel like it's okay that I can't handle minor inconveniences right now. Well, hopefully this story will help lift your spirits because it's fun and funny. It will. I enjoyed the last one, even though it was very gory. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready for it? Yes. Hit me. The special I decided to whip up for today is the story of the jackalope. Oh, my God. I am so fucking excited right now. (laughs) Hold, hold. (laughs) She's going to get the jackalope. She's going to get it. You had made a reference to it a while back. Yeah! Yeah, it looks so cute! Oh my god, I love it so much! (laughs) It's the cutest! Ooh, you gotta send- so chubby. Hopefully she'll send me a picture so I can put that on Instagram. I will. Yes! Please do, (laughs) because it's super cute. Uh, Post it. Oh my god, it's so cute. I wish Ferdinand was over here, but I had to hide him because River keeps trying to eat his face, and that would make me so- Listen, if that happened, I'd be so sad I'd toss myself off the roof. So. No, don't do that. <laughs> so You're I'm not actually a bat. You can't fly. <laughs> I, but if I have enough caffeine, I can fly. You can hover. We know you can hover. I don't know if that counts as flying. Maybe you'll yeah, just but, fall until you get 10 inches from the ground and just hover there. Yeah, but I've had like 80 ounces of caffeine today. I could probably fly. Probably. That's <laughs> it does the give o- you wings. Have you noticed how hyper I am right now? That's why. (laughs) Well, I wrote this story for you, Ash, because you had brought up, you had brought the character up a long time ago, and I really wanted to write this for you. So I'm trying to pet it through the screen, which adorable. It's so cute. I'll just just keep him propped up as like a mascot for our episode. Mascot for the episode. He's listening. I love. I love him so much. 
I'm sorry if my hyperness is making people uncomfortable. I'll calm down. No, Not at all. I like it. Here I'm for a bat. I'm a bat. You have way more energy <laughs> than I do. <laughs> this is a classic American cryptid that I remember my dad telling me about when I was growing up. We used to drive to Kansas City every few years, and he would tell me to watch for signs of the jackalope along the route. Yay! All I knew was it was essentially a bunny with horns, and I was fascinated by the idea of this creature. So for years, I thought that this was a real thing. So although I eventually learned that he was pulling my leg, I never lost my love for this cute and fuzzy little weirdo. I love oh my god, I love them so much. They're so cute. <laughs> I love them. My dad grew up in Montana, a state in the northwest of the U.S., I imagine that this was probably a story that he had been told as a child, and he was just carrying on the tradition, sharing it with me. When I started researching the history behind this creature, it made sense to me that he would have been familiar with it because it apparently originated in Wyoming, 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 the state which is directly beneath Montana. So what exactly is a jackalope? If you'd asked me 30 years ago, I would have just said it was a rare species of rabbit. But there mm -hmm. is so much more to this character. And uh, when I started diving into this, I had no idea about some of the lore behind this thing. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I just can't hide. <laughs> I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. Okay, I'm going to calm down, but I can't. I can't. I had so much. You don't even know. I, I had four of these huge ones. Oh, my God. And then this is my second Dr. Pepper. Are you wearing a diaper? How have you not peed your pants from all that caffeine? Because I peed all day. Just like a whole bunch of times. And then, and then I knew we were going to record. So, like, I ran downstairs and I put the dog out and then I peed again. And then I ran back up here and I was like, I made it. And I'm good. <laughs> the jackalope is an exceedingly rare hybrid species that is half jackrabbit, half antelope, or possibly half pygmy deer and half killer rabbit. Killer yeah, rabbit. Python. <laughs> <laughs> Native to the species of white. Well, it doesn't even say species. Native to the states of Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska, and New Mexico. They're generally a tawny brown and are very small, only weighing between three and five pounds. They're impossibly fast with estimated speeds of up to 90 miles per hour. And though adorable, they can be dangerous, causing damage with powerful kicks or goring with their antlers. Um, that is the best thing I've ever heard. And I, I want one and I'm sad that I can't have one as a pet. I'm just picturing one like with its head down, just like charging at you at like 90 miles per hour and just like <laughs> yeah. impaling you on its antlers. Yes, mm -hmm. but yes, but if it's your pet, it'll probably impale your enemies on its antlers. Hopefully. And that's true. I'm not going to lie to you. After the week I've had, yes, I do want it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ted Lasso. I've let you down. According to all that's interesting, one Wyoming quote-unquote expert, suggested that hunters should wear stovepipes on their legs to protect against attacks from the creatures just because they are so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but if someone is really determined to catch one, all they have to do is ply it with liquor, specifically whiskey. So you leave whiskey out where the jackalope can get to it, and once it's good and drunk, it can be a lot easier to catch. 
Jackalopes, being highly intelligent animals, have the ability to understand and mimic human speech and have been said to be able to sing entire songs back to people. Oh my god, I need this in my life. (laughs) They may use the ability to evade, capture, or maybe just to kind of mess with people's heads. Come on, mad scientists, build me a jackalope! (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, the females also produce milk, which can be used medicinally or as an aphrodisiac. There is a page, and seriously, when I was Googling, uh, I Googled jackalope milk. Yes, this is in my Google search history. (laughs) And I found this page. That's the newest uh, food craze, (laughs) jackalope milk. Yep. So I found this page called Jackalope Trading Company. It's based out of Wisconsin, and it has the following quote on their main page. Quote, Tempted with whiskey and cowboy song, a gentle-handed woman may be allowed to milk the jackalope. Jackalope milk is a cure of all ailments and elixir of life. End quote. Yep. And they literally sell things that are called like jackalope milk uh, keychains. So they use jackalope milk to tie-dye the keychains and stuff. It's funny. It's cute. God. They have cute stuff. Go check it out. These strange creatures are said to only mate during lightning storms, which keeps their populations in check for sure. I imagine that farmers during and just before the Dust Bowl probably wished that other jackrabbits had this kind of like a mating habit because they just had way too many jackrabbits. That was a huge problem in the Dust Bowl. That's right. Rabbits get at it. Mm -hmm. They know what's up. Although the jackalope hunting licenses issued by Douglas, Wyoming, will tell you that the legend of the jackalope originated in the early 1800s with a drunk trapper named Roy Ball, the most popular theory (laughs) is that a pair of brothers with a skill for taxidermy created it. This is like, if this drunk guy came up with this, he's my favorite person in all of history now. Congratulations, you drunk bastard. I love you. This story just gets better and better. You're going to love this so much. It's said that in 1932, Douglas and Ralph Herrick returned from a hunting trip in which they'd snagged some jackrabbits. Upon their return, they basically just casually chucked the rabbits into a corner, and one happened to land between a pair of deer horns. And they basically (laughs) had one of those moments where they looked at each other and they're like, did you see what I see? Do you see what I see? (laughs) And they thought it was pretty nifty because, you know, it's the 1930s. And so they decided to mount it. The brothers, as you do, as you know, one does. <laughs> that looks pretty cool. nifty. Mounting. <laughs> oh yes, this is just what I've been looking for. I'm going to mount it. <laughs> Nothing else to do in the night in 1932, I guess. The brothers sold one of these mounted jackalopes to the local Labont Hotel, where it remained. I put nagging but it means hanging for for over four decades before it was stolen so it it hung up there for a while it just nags at you when you come in it's like did you wash your hands i saw you go to the bathroom why don't you ever take out your garbage you're wearing that for dinner oh shit that's a sick burn (laughs) if it said that to me i would cry (laughs) their work was so popular that the brothers began producing thousands of replicates to sell to other excited buyers sometime in the 1940s douglas wyoming declared itself the jackalope capital of the world And the state of Wyoming has even considered naming the jackalope the state's official mythical creature. So they've had this on legislature off and on 
actually in recent years to try and name it the state's official mythical creature. It hasn't passed yet as far as I can tell, but that would be fun. Get your totally shit together. How has this not passed? How is there someone who's against this happening? Right? <laughs> what change.org form do I petition do I have to sign to make this happen? <laughs> yes, who please. do I who do I need to donate five dollars to because <laughs> I will do it? <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> Be the dream. <laughs> have one good thing happen this year. <laughs> The town offers jackalope hunting licenses, which permits the holders to capture or hunt jackalopes on June 31st. How many times do you remember ever doing anything on June 31st? It doesn't Never, because it's not real. It does not exist. Hunters are not permitted to use liquor to bait the traps, though. And they cannot trap or kill the larger and endangered Leapsalopus Incisorus Maximus, a.k.a. the saber-toothed jackalope, which has foot-long fangs and are considered extremely dangerous. Okay, is that real? No, it's not real. I want one. But it is on their uh, Did, license. Are there, I, but I want it to be real. Why is everything that I want not real? <laughs> Go to Douglas, Wyoming. It's real there. Maybe I will. We were talking about going on a road trip to Wyoming this summer, so maybe I'll go. <laughs> there you Wait, go. Are you actually? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> oh. We're stopping in Douglas. Yes, I you... would. I would come to Wyoming if you fucking had real saber tooth jackrabbits, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> All hunters must report their kills to any tavern in Converse County, Wyoming, so that it may be cataloged and certified. The hunter will then be debriefed and sobered up. The license also states that any violation of the rules, laws, regulations, and all that other hullabaloo surrounding the jackalopes jackalopes (laughs) is punishable by a whopping $13 fine. There is a little bit of history on the back of the license that I want to read because it's, it's so freaking good. I love this. I literally sent this to my dad to share with him because I was going, you don't even know how much (laughs) you shaped my life that I'm still talking about the jackalope. (laughs) So I'm going to quote this directly from the license because to do anything otherwise would take away from its comedic brilliance. It's a little bit long, but bear with me. It says, quote, paleontologists have been unable to precisely designate the prehistoric origins of the jackalopes. Pedigris leapsalopis. Much like humans, there appears to be a missing link in their evolution. Many have ascribed to the recent evolutionary leap simply to a cross between the jackrabbit and a variety of other animals, normally antelope or small deer. When the song Home on the Range was written, it contained the phrase, where the deer and the antelope play with the jackrabbit. However, this offended genteel ladies of that era, and the song was shortened. Thus, the apparent origin of the jackalope was forever lost from Western lore. The first recorded sighting of a jackalope was by Roy Ball, an occasionally sober trapper who staggered (laughs) into the Wyoming Territory (laughs) around 1820. That's my favorite new euphemism for he's a drunk. Occasionally (laughs) sober. (laughs) The existence of the jackalope was known prior to that only through Native American legend. Mr. Ball was the first to record the jackalope's first record that jackalopes mated during flashes of lightning common to violent thunderstorms of the prairies. This, however, is yet to be confirmed by modern zoologists. 
Who doesn't like meeting during a lightning storm? I mean, come on. It's my, it's my personal favorite, so... <laughs> During the 1800s, Wyoming abounded with many animals which are now extinct. Among them were the buffalo, the grizzly bear, the black-footed ferret, and the saber-toothed jackalope. Which, by the way, those are not ex- those animals are not extinct. Buffalo, grizzly bears, maybe they just don't exist in Wyoming anymore. I don't know. Unwritten folklore was filled with stories of the vicious and unusual characteristics of the giant saber-toothed jackalope. These included their attacks on windmills, barbed wire fences, and wagon trains. <laughs> I'm so windmills. sad that it's... <laughs> Why isn't it real? Come on, would you not pay money to watch a huge fucking jackalope with saber teeth attack a windmill? I'm just picturing it like ramming it and then getting its antlers stuck and then it has it like goes all the way around the windmill (laughs) as it's stuck inside the windmill like everything about this is perfect and i'm upset about the universe (laughs) (sighs) fight that windmill you can do it (laughs) little don quixote yes name them all don quixote it's perfect The fact that most sightings occurred near and around taverns isn't unusual since almost all Western folklore originated in and around taverns. So, remind you, this is is still the quote from the back of the license. Oh, my God. This is a big license or really tiny it's font. A, it's a tiny font. Although the saber-toothed jackalope was known to be a carnivore with nocturnal hunting habits, it it and its smaller cousin, the pronghorn jack- jackalope, were famous for their imitation of human voices and ability to carry a tune. Many cowboys reported that as they sang to their herds, they would often hear the jackalopes joining in perfect harmony. The Bing voice bong. of... <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I can't breathe. Um, I just need everybody to know that for a couple seconds there, I was imagining a rabbit attacking one of those little miniature golf windmills, and it was the best thing that's ever happened in my brain. (laughs) It was so good. Now it's attacking it and singing at the same time. The voice of the saber-toothed jackalope was easily distinguished from the small pronghorn as his voice was slightly deeper, contained the hint of a French accent probably acquired from early trappers, and had a pronounced lisp. Singing together, the larger and smaller jackalopes sounded much like Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. Oh, of course. Of course. (laughs) So I think the the saber-toothed jackalope is supposed to be like 100 to 150 pounds. Like, it's a big honker. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. I saw several websites when I was going through this that claimed that the licenses could only be used or could only be issued to people with an IQ below 72. Aww. Oh, but I flood. <laughs> <laughs> and the hunt could only occur between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m. on the 31st of June. But when I went through the PDF of the license that I got from the city website, I didn't see that anywhere on the requirements there. I don't know. Um, maybe they. It was they probably not very politically correct, and it had to be edited. Yeah, out probably. There. That's what my thought was too. Like the Kappa in Japan, Douglas, Wyoming, posts signs all over town about the dangers of a jackalope encounter. 
That way, any out-of-towners who visit for the annual Jackalope Day in June will be aware that these creatures might be like the killer rabbit from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, don't make fun of me again, but is there an actual Jackalope Day? Yes, there is an actual Jackalope Day. There's a celebration. Yes. Oh See, God. some things in this story are real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I want to go. I want to go. <laughs> For his part, Douglas Herrick very proudly took the credit for inventing the creature. However, there are many who argue that the idea of a horned rabbit had been around for centuries already. There have been several similar creatures produced through taxidermy in countries all over the world, particularly in European countries, over the past two centuries or so. These are often small mammals given horns or wings. In Germany, it is called the Wolpertinger? Wolpertinger. Wolpertinger, and is generally thought to be a cross between a hare and a deer, so it produces a rabbit with horns. Uh, supposedly, the lore behind this creature dates back centuries, long predating the jackalopes of the West. It's thought that the most likely inspiration behind these horned rabbits may actually be a virus called the shop papilloma virus. So, like I've it, heard of that. Yeah. Like its close relative HPV, the human papillomavirus, this virus induces cancerous growths. These develop into hard, keratinized horns and can appear all over the body, though uh, most of the images that I've found online appear uh, to show them on the head. Mm -hmm. This particular virus seems to produce very distinctive symptoms in rabbits and hares, which is probably what fascinated people for centuries and inspired attempts to explain what they were seeing. Although there are no known horned rabbits in existence, and a virus might explain the lore, that's not going to stop generations from believing in the cuteness of this cryptid or from enjoying all the festive fun Jackalope Day can bring. Stop trying to ruin my fun with your facts. (laughs) Science. (laughs) Ingredients for this dish were sourced from an all-that's-interesting page called What is a Jackalope? Inside the Enduring Legend of Wyoming Folklore. A Legends of America page called Jackalopes of Wyoming, Myth or Reality. The Jackalope Trading Company website. A PDF of a Jackalope hunting license accessed on the City of Douglas, Wyoming's website. And a page on Smithsonian called The World's Scariest Rabbit Lurks Within the Smithsonian's Collection. So what did you guys think of the Jackalope? Did you know anything about... Like, all I thought was it was a rabbit with horns. I didn't know any of that other stuff. I knew a handful of that, but not like all of that. Yeah, I didn't know very much of that. I had heard the story about the taxidermy guys before, but I think that's probably it. And I'm like now really depressed that a saber-tooth rabbit's not a thing. Wouldn't that be amazing? I will confess that when you said like the kappa for a split second i was like don't tell me they eat your assholes like i was gonna i was like really worried you were gonna be like jackalopes also like to eat your intestines out of your ass so no they're too cute for that okay here's the new slogan for jackalopes are you ready yes jackalopes not into butt stuff (laughs) perfect (laughs) that's the title of this episode (laughs) own a jackalope grab your grab your stovepipes i can't say it (laughs) grab your stovepipes it's done i did not do a good job with that joke never mind hi (laughs) (laughs) emily's brain has left the building (laughs) it quits have a good run 
Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a horny slice of jackalope. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best I can get to doing Emily's noise that she does all the time. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Pineapple Pizza Podcast. Sweet and cheesy. I almost said sweet and creepy. Sweet and cheesy. Not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad that you do, question mark. Yeah, jackalopes. Enjoying the meal? Consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple, Podchaser, Good Pods, or Spotify. It's free, and it helps our little restaurant get noticed by others with your spectacularly good taste. If you want to help support the restaurant, you can rock some of our merch from our Tea Public shop or buy us a fresh slice on Buy Me a Coffee, because we can never get enough. If you simply can't get enough pineapple pizza, Become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. You can find all the links to our social media, streaming platforms, and support pages in the show notes and on pineapplepizzapodcast.com. That's pineapplepizzapodcast.com.